And there's the header from Cavani. Oh, that was all too easy. Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. Getting forward into the area for the first time. The cross and the goal. The show that brings the ins and the outs of the beautiful game to African fans by passionate African voices. Ball Gecko, get in the game. What it do? Welcome to the Bog Echo Podcast. My name is Ayolaki Lichi, and with me I have G Day Chi Chi Days. Yeah, yeah. Speak let up, me, speak up. Can let me, me let me speak like Peter Drury. He will say, um, my match. Then how did they? How Peter Drury do? doesn't stutter. First of all, wow, wow. G Day Chi Chi Days anymore. Welcome. <laughs> this is Bog Echo Podcast. This is not for fat twenty twelve. I get Peter Drury. What? You said. Oh, wow, hey, Peter Drew. <laughs> he, he, no, no, this is bad, but I allow why would you do this yeah, no at the beginning of the podcast? You couldn't even wait for us to get to like 10 minutes. Ha, yeah, now, wow, don't, don't be angry, don't hey, be angry. Jesus. Um, so today we're going to be um getting feedback from the fans. We want to know what they think about um their team over the weekend. Just expect to hear a lot of Ole out. Even though apparently he definitely he's, apparently he's still staying. Apparently. Do you think he should be on his way out already? What have I what do I want to say that I've not said in previous <laughs> podcast? No, tell tell me. Is there anything different I'm going to say right Maybe now? Maybe like today's one has more vigor now because According to the news coming out circulating this I morning, he's staying. I, I beg, leave this thing. See, see. Is uh, the sad thing is, you know, before we started the podcast, we are talking about the Super Eagles, and I was telling you how um, Super Eagles give me um, my United's vibe because of uh, the Favorite NFL president uh, Amadou Pinik and the Super Eagles coach Genotro. NFL president gives me vibe of my United's owners. And then Pinik, um, Raw gives me Oli vibe of Oli. The difference is, you know, Pinik's time will come to an end at some point. And it simply means if the next um, NFL president, if the next administration don't like Raw, which I believe they most likely don't already, whoever will win the elections, they will kick him out. But the difference in my United's case is <laughs> United's manager and um, management are here to stay. <laughs> it simply means one thing. Ole is here to stay. <laughs> he's not, well, I mean, he's not when, far friend when, from when, that. When um, Edward Ward goes in December, do you think that stance would change? Well, it's not just only, um, Edward Ward that makes up the management of United, mm. although he has a larger say in terms of um, sporting direction, tech, yeah, sporting and, direction things, and all yeah. of that. Somehow I don't feel that's the case because if that was the case by now, they would have overridden Woodward's decisions. And it doesn't seem like anybody is really interested in saying something different. Looks like they are together, brothers in in brothers in mediocrity and unism. And the, their labor union right there at the top of Manchester United's offices is, is really strong and support. You know when labor union is telling the president, we are not backing down. It's like when they are telling Oli, we are not backing down. We are behind you. We are behind you. Go, man. Go, man. And Oli will be like, he'll come back with, he'll come back with loss and present. Here you go, my lord. And but I mean, like, well done. if, if, um, like he's wanting to do, we, we know that a lot of times when, uh, Ole is under the coach like this. He then starts to produce results. I mean, we expected that maybe by some miracle he could have you done that. Only, Liverpool. You know the only thing that makes me um, maybe um, try to sweep some of the performances of Ole under the carpet mm. is the fact that yes, I was not born then. Yes, definitely have not eh? started watching football. You're not then. born when. When Ferguson started as Man United, okay, 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 okay. Where are you born then? Well, I was wondering. I thought you were going to say that you were not born when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer won the Champions League for United. Not. I'm talking about when um, Ferguson started as yeah, United. Yeah. Okay. If you read about Ferguson, Ferguson's um, start at the mm, club was It's dreadful. not like exactly. It's not like everything was all rosy. Well, I mean, at the, it's not at like the time, it was it's all not like, wonderful. It's not like uh, United were having the same expectations that they do right now because this now. Given but, what they, but, given the but it, got, had, it got to points Ferguson was going to get sacked. Yeah, of course, of course, I agree. But what I'm saying is, given what has happened after that time, the stature of the club has actually grown, and they yeah. look like they are a team that every season they expect that at least you should be trying to win the league or something like that. I don't know, I don't, know. and that's why we are still talking about only out. I mean, it's not like it's that time anymore. You would expect something better from this club, mm. and sadly, I mean. 
Since Ferguson departed from the club in 2013, we've had how many managers? Even Moyes won something with Manchester United. And... I mean, that was community shield. He won something. He... I mean, he won something. The community Shield. Come on, he I mean, if, 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 if only won the Community Shield tomorrow by some miracle, you, you, you we will not change we anything. We will talk about at least we will be like, change anything. We will be like you started. You know when people are talking about Lionel Messi, he hasn't mm-hmm. won anything with, um, on the international level. Mm-hmm. And then you bring things like the Olympics and people will be like, oh, don't bring that. But at least you understand that at least he still won something with Argentina. Mm-hmm. As much as you say he has not won anything, you still understand that. This guy has actually won something. He's actually that lifted he, a trophy. Uh, before he actually went on to win the Copa America. You said at least he has won. Let us say at least only has got... I mean, the reason I can say at least David Moyes got something is because he got something. This man has not gotten anything. So, what are we talking about anymore? In four years at the club and nothing is, is really a lot. And at this point, I'm no longer interested in any only out conversations because it's always ends one way and we know how it's going to end with a win against Tottenham and backing of, <laughs> and the, back in of the owners <laughs> alright so let's let's quickly get into the voice notes we received quite a few um, from fans we asked them what they thought about their team's performances over the weekend and these are some of the answers hey, yo guys yo yeah it's Victor McEffa who missed me huh surely somebody must have missed me alright yeah so my team ah, we did wonders over the weekend <laughs> oh wow we did wonderfully well i was applauding i was happy basically because of my fpl yeah so my team did well <laughs> over the course of the weekend yeah i was practically happy the moment i saw his assist and then i saw him score an hat-trick i was so excited i was happy it was fun it was good drama for me because on the flip side i also wanted it to happen to my team we got a 5-0 drubbing from the hands of liverpool the red army right there in our own backyard like they came to our home backyard and locked us and showed us pepe and that's what i like to see wow it was so beautiful a lot of things are you know being pointed out things that some of us had talked before about and it was it was, it was quite beautiful because you know some people started seeing why what we said before was right but I'm not going to keep dragging on that one. It's just basic, basic, basic things. And by now, I think everyone should know that Ole has tried his best, but he can't do past what he knows how to do. That's just it. I mean, you look at that squad, and if you have the right manager, if you have the right mentality, if you have someone who knows his onions, is winning something in the past two seasons with that particular squad that we have and that we have had. It's just basic. It's, it's pure things out there. It's things that we should be seeing. But, you know, they say uh, these things are, are things that we can be blind to. We only choose to see some of them. So that's that's it for me. I'm quite happy that, uh, you know, we have gotten to this stage. And all the goodwill is being rubbed in the protocol now because some people are starting to talk about eh, maybe the players are not happy. Maybe the dressing room is not as united. Some people are already picking. And that is what happens. So it's not just about one manager who must not be mentioned you know according to a lot of people and yeah i have to sign off on this note thank you very much bo Gego. i missed you guys i missed talking out with you guys uh come on man <laughs> it's quite funny yeah and of course i have to say birthday shout out to my man foster energy foster that guy yeah <laughs> i like him <laughs> all right thank you very much Paul Gecko. and of course cheat Thank you very much. All right, bye guys. Uh, have Morning. fun. Hi, hello. I don't even know, Seth. I just, I just see my degree today. <laughs> First off, the performance was, oh my God. I mean, even the 6 1 loss to sports was not this bad. I think this is like the, the most stimulating moment for me as a mind fan. Just, it was shambolic. It was humiliating. It was degrading. It was, it was like the 12 year olds on the pitch instead of people that are paying hundreds of thousands of pounds to play football every week, week in, week out. And, uh, Jesus Christ. And the fact that they will not still sack the manager by now is an indictment. It's an indication that these people are very well, I don't know, they are, they are comfortable with the mediocrity, with the, <laughs> with the lack of direction that team is going, with all the talents and all the quality in that team see the kind of performances they are having week in week out barely scraping by against mediocre teams to be very honest 
that um, result has long been coming. I mean, something needs to change. Something needs to change. Either something needs to give shower. But as I did as soon as I traffic ID, I try to find my way, make my daily to okay. Mine will be alright. Well, my name is Eddie. Uh, I'm a Manchester United fan of almost 20 years. Um, and uh, in all the years I've been watching uh, United, aside from uh, the 6 1 drubbing against City, this has to be up there with one of the worst um, weekends as a Man United fan. And I've actually seen a lot of bad weekends. But well, I keep saying to myself, uh, for someone that's watching United for so long, I, I thank God I, I was actually able to uh, witness the, the their more dominant era because I honestly don't understand what I'm seeing like this. this it was a procession by Liverpool. They, it was basically like Salah was strolling <laughs> towards goal and um, the Maguire and Lidlof were like just ushering him towards goal. Like, all right, all right go, go ahead and score a hat-trick. I really don't understand what those guys do in training. I, I, I would like to see a tape of them in training because I really want to know they were all over the place defending like uh, schoolboys playing in a like in a, in a garden or something like that. It was really, really bad. Honestly, I, I think Ole has uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has taken this team as far as it can go. So I think it's time for a change. Uh, we actually need. Uh, a coach whose tactics would be visible from at least the first two or three games, you would know. Uh, same way uh, um, Chelsea has uh, Thomas Tuchel at the helm. You can, you already know how they are going to play and how their shape is. As far as I'm concerned, United do not have any sort of shape, especially defensively. So yeah, that, that was uh, that's how I feel about the weekend. Hey there! BG Gems are now Gecko Coins. Same value for the same activity. Get active on BallGecko.com to start racking up your Gecko Coins. Alright, so we've listened to um, three Manchester United fans. We've listened to Victor Makefa, we've listened to Demola, and also we listened to Eddie. And as expected, the common theme in the three voice notes is Ole out. Ole out. <laughs> And their happiness about exactly their happiness uh, have brought the only <laughs> Victor Victor started by saying, of course, he's I mean, as it as you were watching Salah score the hat trick, knowing that he was your FPL captain, was there not some well, kind FPL, of excitement? FPL does some or some happiness. You FPL does FPL makes you, especially when you're a fan of a club side. You're asking yourself, do I want my team to win or do or I, I want, want this, my captain to, well? to score? And as it also happens to when maybe times when I put money on games, I'm mm. thinking, which do I want more? My FPL or my money? And I tell myself, nah, FPL, I'm not easy to do anything. And what? then I and then I remember that there are some leagues in my that I'm in some FPL leagues where if I end up as manager of the week, I could be getting good money for it. I'm like as much as 15k <gasps> if you're on the Borgeco FPL. As, and I'll be like to hell with my you. <laughs> should I should my bets just be spoiled right now? Should this people score? You know, man, maybe something yeah, like yeah, very weird Igbo some, man. Something <laughs> like when something like when um um Martinez is to keep a clean sheet mm-hmm. and it's and at the your same team. time it's against your team and you bet that these guys and you wonder which should happen, which is more important. That's what it feels like being a football fan and being on FPL. You you really don't care at that point, and I know. So people at that point really didn't care that Salah was scoring the hat trick against United. <laughs> so apart, apart, apart from being apart from being happy about his FPL, he also said he was that's Victor, of course. He also said he was happy that um, his team was ripped to shreds in the way that they were because it meant that. But the people thing is, could then see the what the is, issues the were. The thing is, who he ep at the end of the day? Who he ep? Because even after the beating, Ole is still staying. That, Ole is still in charge. No, but I think what, so what, point, what he said. What he point, said is. At this point, everybody just needs to support Ole. No, but you don't have a choice. What, what he what he says was what what he said rather was that um, now everybody has seen it because before it used to be okay. There's one faction that is purely Ole in, one faction that is purely Ole out. But now, after that kind of loss, everybody is on the Ole out train. Even the people the who is, loved him the, the truth most, is that, apart from Gary Neville, of the course. The truth is that with Ole not getting sacked after that kind of performance. Mm. the only thing you can do to help not just yourself but the team 
is to utterly support this team wow. until such they, a time as they, they finally the sack him. Decide. You know, maybe I might just continue doing this as much as possible on this particular podcast because like I said originally, it gives me my United vibe a lot. I've come to a point where we are talking about super egos and if it was before when Genotro does some of the things he does, he did, I'd be like, oh, made the, made the, made a show this man. And then I realize it's Nigeria we're talking about here. If they do, we will not qualify for AFCON. If they do, if they show us, if they show him rather, we will not qualify for World Cup. You get that kind of thing. If they show him, Nigeria will not progress in the next round. And then at the end of the day, you are the one that is suffering for it. Because if they because sack, you're if they feeling sack in him, pain. It's, it's all well for him. He'll get his payoff and he'll be fine. Even and then the team has already suffered what they mm. had to suffer. So, it's gotten to the point where Nigeria is playing today. I'm just like, oh, may him play anybody. Anybody wants start, may him start. The thing is, even if it's 1-0, let us just win. Just anything. Let's just... That is what I expect every Manchester United fan to be doing right now. Don't put your mind there. But just support the team. Like, anything Ole does... At this point, you shouldn't be surprised that Ole will do some things because you already know the kind of things he will do. Just be like, uh, what can okay. we do? It's like that that child that keeps stealing and you keep bringing him back, and you're like, okay, just "He's my like, child. I cannot throw him away." Um, uh, waiting person if he do, you know that kind of thing. That's the stage you should be at as a Manchester United fan. If you're not on that stage, if you're not at that stage right now. I think you're not serious. You're, it's, it, you, you know when Arsenal fans at that point, uh, it was like, oh, more, we know we are not going, we, we will still get beaten by Barca. No, but the thing is, Arsenal we fans always had hope. That, that was always the problem. They always had the hope. I don't but know then, where they found then, it. But then when I don't know where they found it. But the then hope. when it happened, mm. somehow it was not so hopeful anymore. You yeah. know, there's a point where these things are really hurting. And there's a point you get to you have learned how to live with the heart. That's the stage Manchester United, every Manchester United fan should be at right now, especially because this man is not living anytime soon. Just take away that hope. Just take things as they come. And it's the... No, no, no. What I'm saying is the honest truth, right? I don't know why you're laughing because okay. it is what it is. Even you, a Barcelona fan, you should be at that <laughs> stage. You should be at that stage right now. So the next person on the on although the, Barcelona the shared him, likelihood of Kuman getting sacked is more than than only the chances are five thousand to one at Manchester United. <laughs> why Barcelona is one point one two odds? <laughs> if if it was if that thing was not a classical, be sure that Kuman mm. would have been out by now. So the next the next person on the on the voice note said Demola he said that was the most humiliating moment he has had as a Manchester United fan, mm-hmm. even above the six one to Spurs six one to City. Yeah, the most the most humiliating is coming. The, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> you have not seen humiliating in your life, Demola. You have worst days ahead. You have you have not seen. Get ready. <laughs> you get bucket and just we keep it bucket by your side while you're watching. <laughs> See, it's hot and insane. You know, usually, and this is why this is why it's annoying for somebody like me. Um, while I might say I like my you right now, I was a troll after the Ferguson departure. I really wasn't a fan of, especially it was the Moyes era that yeah. really got. I was like, On nah, I'm not doing this anymore. After the whole Ferguson thing, I think I was done. And that was the same time I really I stopped watching European football for a while. So I didn't really do Premier League, Champions League that I would say I really followed the team at that point. So I got to a point where I was like, nah, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. And um, so you think, again, this is the second point that Manchester United fans should be at, where some of them should start considering... Just, maybe this is not the team for me. This no, it's not about doing. Maybe this is not the team. For for me, it's hurting because I'm seeing a Ronaldo, mm. not just getting dragged, but him personally not achieving what he hoped he could have achieved. Same thing in with everybody. Second the team, coming. Of there are some other people who have. It's not even the case of same thing as everybody. Some people have not achieved. They've not gotten to a height. They are just trying to get to that height. You, you know. 
this where is the, he, be. he suffered the same thing at Juve last season, mm. which was the reason he left. He came to United that looked good on paper, that it, it felt easier to achieve what he couldn't do at Juve. And he's suffering the same thing. I mean, he's the sole reason I'm not truly United. He is the sole reason I would say I'm a Man United fan right now. Trust me, if, he, if he's out of that team, I'm not so... I can't imagine a Ronaldo playing in Europa. Mm. I can't imagine a Ronaldo struggling for Europa in the and Premier League. And that might League. happen next season. And that's... If it continues like this, that's most likely what we are going to be having at Manchester United. It's not funny anymore because... Why? Why exactly is it happening? It shouldn't be happening for a team who at the beginning of the season we are comparing to Chelsea and Man City. And right now, we can't even put them... Right now, we're comparing them to Arsenal, to be honest. Arsenal not even, even doing better than them. You compare them to people who have the same points as them. Yeah, so Arsenal not even doing better than them. It continues. Arsenal is passing them. Mm-hmm. Arsenal has been on the rise in the past couple of weeks. Arsenal just need two more wins and Man United need just one more defeat and Arsenal are topping Manchester United. It's going to happen. I mean, if you're expecting anything different, I'm sorry for you. Ole is still the manager and they are not sacking him anytime soon. So forget about it. It's going to happen. <laughs> so do you think this was... Do you think this Let me was laugh a, like Elsa Majibo. <laughs> <laughs> do you think this was a worse defeat than other Manchester United defeats? I know we did a ranking yesterday of um, all the worst defeats in the Premier League. Well, era. we've seen... We've seen terrible... And this one was We've third. seen terrible defeats. Mm. Uh, it's just that this happened at home against a Liverpool Yeah, it has not happened the, against the, before. The 6-1 was also at home to Tottenham. 6-1 at home So there are lots City. and lots of defeats. Um, I think this one is more um, in the way it's happened. It's more out there because this is a manager who has been under the spotlight for the wrong reasons. Mm. Let's imagine he was having a good time. He was like those coaches. Okay, imagine a Johan Klopp loses 5-0. He lost 7-2 losses. At Anfield. Mm. Nobody really talk about it that much for so for a problem, prolonged period. period of time. But this is like the but driving point for an agenda. This man has been it's just like Coman. Coman makes the mistake of losing 6-0, 5-0 mm. today at Camp Nou. Be sure that that is the he will not be dragged like a generator. He will be, he will be dragged like you know the olden days when they tie well you we most likely don't know we only read about <laughs> when they would tie somebody to a horse or a chariot mm. and they are dragging the person around around, this, around, the, around city. the city that is the dragging it's not even the generator dragging anymore so imagine a coma losing like that at home it's going to be bigger than um a bayern lose that way at home mm-hmm. it's going to be bi- bigger than a man city lose at home that way that's because you've been um in the spotlight for the wrong reasons and it's not like it's the biggest defeat United have experienced in recent times. It, just it because just, of also what felt... is on ground right now. Okay, and that's the only um, I think Eddie also referenced the defeat. He said he has been a Manchester United fan for 20 years. Good afternoon, sir. Good evening, sir. <laughs> I don't even know. Is he even sir again, August? <laughs> uh, well done, sir. That you are. <laughs> He said he's been a United fan for 20 years. Well, I mean, what if he's just 20 and he's been one of those kids? He said he has been watching for 20 years. Still, he still fits the apparently. Like he's been actively supporting. Maybe it was even like in his teenage years that he started yeah, well, supporting. I, want, I wanted to help, like in case he's not so old. But I mean, maybe they say give all respect to who respect is due. So, where does that? And in all those 20 years of, of um, supporting Manchester United, this has been the worst weekend. Hmm... Hmm. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's still. It still boils down. Some, something to he the said. Something. Said. Something he said also um, came to my attention that it wasn't just the scoreline that was the problem. It was how Manchester United played on the night. The truth is, it's like, still. They were, it's they were still, no, no, incredibly no. disjointed. It's still, it's still the same thing I'm saying. Mm. I think it's because it's all this is um, clouded with the only out scenario but right now has it has it been coming because it Ole, Ole has been, been under the coach for a reason it definitely has been coming. i'm thinking of i'm trying to remember um the bad times during the moyes era mm. because i mean that's that has got to be the worst since um the change in manager since ferguson left and um van Gaal was not all bad yeah i mean he Morico didn't lose heavily was not all bad depends so on who only- you ask 
well, Mourinho had his very good times. Trust course, me, I would say his good times. His bad good time. times covered his bad times uh, more than, more often than not. I, I can. I'm trying to remember how bad it was on that um, that Moyes era. If there are so many bad ones, and I, I well, don't there know. Were I don't many, know there weren't many bad home losses. Not nothing close to being as yeah, bad as this. Well, it might be just that this could be, this could be the one. worst weekend in a while. Um, but somehow I don't I don't know why the ones I agree with that. I just mm. feel it's because of everything that's been happening. That's been building up and to this. Yes, and it happened and then it now seems like this is the worst. So um if for by some miracle United were to let go of Oli, how soon do you think? Um uh, let's move on to the next discussion. How this soon? one is not a conversation. Wait, no, how soon how soon would you would you like to see the, uh, the changes I, in the are you manager? are you really doing that? You yes, want now. you want to just build hope of people so that next week they come back and just I am not following you to do you see Wait, now. Just just a one simple question. Just one simple question. Okay, what's the question again? How soon after the managerial change do you think we would start seeing changes in the team. Let me start off by saying there is no managerial change. The hypothetical manager. But let's just go hypothetically if it was meant to happen. Um, it depends on the manager. Mm. It's a good team. Uh, in the past, we would say things like, it's one of the things Maureen who complained about that time. He said he didn't have a good squad. And somehow I believe this is a good squad that could produce anything. Could produce any. I mean... At the beginning of the season, just because of Ronaldo's transfer, we are saying this, this is, this is a, tie, a title contender mm. right here. So I think it's about the kind of manager they would bring in. It depends on who is being brought in and if it's someone who is up there, up there. I mean, man, you could hit the skies in barely six months. We saw we saw Fe, um, Fernandez coming to the team last, how many years ago? And... Uh, in a space of six months, they had turned the tides around. They had qualified for the Champions League. If a player of that caliber could bring something like that to the team, how about a manager that, of that grade good. A caliber mm. who is getting a grade A squad? I mean, anything could happen. Yeah. So it's been it's been four years. Do you think Ole has maxed it out? Do you think this is the best that he could take the team? The truth is that once you're not good enough, you're mm. not good enough. It's always it sure. shows. It shows. And brings me back to, like I said, looks like I'll be doing this a lot today. <laughs> brings me back to Supergoes. Tell me what we have done so far with that team that you think we'll do better than. We did third at AFCON. I don't think we're going to do third, more than third, at next year's AFCON. I actually don't think so, as good as our squad is. We did World Cup group stage, where we almost qualified from the group. I don't see us, under this coach, going beyond round of 16. So, you know, when as a manager, there are certain levels, it looks like, "Mm, he did his best. Once it's showing that way, it simply means you mm, 95% will not do more than that level. So there's you no have, point keeping the manager beyond Ole, that. Exactly. Ole has done the best he could. How many finals has he got into? At least, if anything, he should be proud of himself that he's getting to finals. What if he didn't even have finals to boast about? And somehow he's just shown that his team always would crack under pressure. Mm. And somehow they thrive under pressure the but pressure the they try the pressure they thrive under is when um His they are going the to line. be yeah they are going to be in the bad light mm. but when it's a pressure of there was no pressure in the first place it's just go out there and do your thing they crack when it's a case of everybody's already looking at you with a bad eye they thrive so a season where you have no pressure at all, just go out there and succeed. It simply means throughout that season, you will most likely not do well. At this point, the only way it's looking like Man you can win the league is if they start the league today and they put Man U on 20th position. And they give them a points deficit. Maybe give them a points deficit and maybe we are halfway into the season. I think that's the only time we would see 
in Manchester United because that's what will really, come back in. I think they will lose the title on the final day if you need that, to do exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> they'll 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 do it to the point where it gets to the final day and they just lose it because that's the only way. And is that how you want to live? Is that how you want to continue to survive? All right, it let's let's no let's leave Oli alone and move on to some um other. But seriously, we spent voices. all the time on Oli today. Ah, wow, wow. Imagine that still get, more. Don't worry. That is doing nothing is getting all the time. Wow. That's the radio. See how we already do like my United donors. We are giving him all the time. <laughs> now, wow. Uh, Hello, my name is Moise, a Liverpool supporter. We just dismantled Manchester United at Old Trafford 5-0. It was an historic win. It was a perfect performance from a Liverpool perspective. A lot of talk and the headlines have been made about how Ole is an inept manager. Um, my United are no good. They are crap. They lack cohesion. They do not press well as a team. They cannot defend. Yeah, all of that is true, but Liverpool still had to make them pay, and I feel we punish them, punish them ruthlessly. So just an historic win, and one that we will not forget in a really, really long time. Now we needed, we needed, to, we needed to make a statement this season after the disappointment of dropping points against a ten-man jersey at Anfield, then getting picked back twice. Against Man City at Anfield, we needed to, to make a statement, and I felt we did that. We did that and made it loud and clear that we are in this title race and we'll be there till until the end of the season. Come back front to the brilliant performance from the goalkeeper that makes one on one saves look ridiculously easy, we can week out. To Konati that came in and didn't look out of place. To a midfielder looked uninspiring on paper, but absolutely bust the game and to an attack that has been unplayable this season and with the best player on the planet in our team we are going to take some shifting all right so we've listened to muiz he's a liverpool fan and according to him yeah okay united are desperately poor but liverpool still had to be as good as they could be to beat them do you think this is the best that we've seen Liverpool? I don't know what this guy is saying. I, I really no, but I mean they did have they did have an excellent game. Like you said, from from ex- back to I'm front, saying. they had an excellent so, game. Uh, except you want to talk about how they struggled against the likes of Atletico Madrid, mm. City, Liverpool, are, Liverpool, Chelsea are, as well. It's pretty expected when you meet big teams. You can't mm. you can't do away with everybody. You're not even Bayern. Bayern sometimes struggle against big sides. They struggle to win. But the fact is, Liverpool have proven to us that there is side to look at. In fact, already I'm tipping them as one of those teams who should be in the final stages of the Champions League. Mm. They already look. And what like, about the league? Obviously, the league. They are to me. They they seem more like the winners of the Premier League this season than Chelsea and Man City would. Really? Very, yeah. Right now, and that's like the. And originally, I didn't even have them in my list for the top three for the league this season. I had Chelsea based on last season's performance. Yeah, Chelsea, City, and Man United <coughs> for this season. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, we, sorry, many of us don't, don't be angry. Sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm not angry. I'm just, I'm just wondering why you're laughing because I mean, many of us did. I'm not sorry, the only one, especially mm. when. Um, we had Ronaldo coming to the team. It mm. was a conversation for many circles, many um, football circles, mm-hmm. that Man United could just win in this season. And seeing what Liverpool is doing, I mean, it's it's you 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 can't fault them for anything from that game over the weekend. It was a spectacular game. I think game. it was excellent. Keita, Henderson how, in the we middle. Saw, we saw how they could take a big side who is not doing so well to the cleaners. Mm. We saw how they could take a small side who is doing well to the cleaners. You want to talk about Watford? We saw how they would take on a big side who are doing well and good are doing well but could switch off one minute in the Champions League. Maybe the only thing... we, In fact, we also saw how they could take on a big side who are doing well and would not switch off. That's mm-hmm. Manchester City. So they faced every kind of team you want to talk about this season. And the performance has been the same. So I don't see why you, you want to fault Liverpool and by saying 
um, it's because no, there's no. To be honest, to be honest, it's there's no. It's because this is one of the best teams in Europe right now. Let's just be honest. Adam, he mentioned um, Konate coming into the team, and I, I was particularly impressed with Konate because it seemed like he had been playing there forever. It seemed like this was, in fact, he was a Liverpool kid. He had grown up in Liverpool, played with Van Dijk for ten years because he was so solid in defense and. I mean, that's part of the reason why Liverpool didn't concede any goals. Well, let me start off by also adding that I didn't see the game. I just saw the highlights. Ah, you missed you missed the yeah, proper def- performance. I know I did miss. In fact, I've missed so many big games this season. Because um, of my... <laughs> no, not because of my... I'm remembering Liverpool, Man City. Mm. I was sleeping and I was seeing goals. Just when I saw 2-2, I was so angry that I was sleeping when the game was going on. Yes. And so, yeah, I actually missed the game. I just saw the highlights. I, so, I didn't really get to see Konate play... Um, you know, highlights will just show you goal and, yeah. and the one that he did buy if there's anyone or any red cards that we are going to in the game, you get that kind of thing ahead. So I didn't really get to see Konate play, but I mean, um, it's impressive coming into a side and fitting in properly. We've seen that with Yota at Liverpool. We've yeah. seen that with um, who else came into Liverpool and um, um okay, no, Shimikas was actually his uh, in fact I, Yeah, he's been I, there, but he I hasn't recent, really been playing. I recently even but, realized that he had been in this team mm. longer than I thought he had. Uh, but he had not been playing. But we saw when also, he played, but also saw how trans- he would come transition into as well. the team and perform so wonderfully. So do you think this is a do you think this is a, a consequence of good coaching that any player can come into the we could system. attribute it to that. Mm. We could attribute it to that that um it's it's um what the coach is feeding them. That we are getting to see on the pitch of play. So, and then of course, Musala. He says Musala is the best player on the planet right now, arguably, mm. unarguably, wow, the best player on the planet, the most informed player in the world, the most informed player by in the far, world. by far. All right, yeah. let's move on to the next voice note and um, the Chelsea fan talking about seven against Norwich. We're talking about serious things now. Eh? Why are we doing this? Well, let's listen to him, Shah. Yeah, so, uh, don't call me again, no. It's your boy, Isheoloa. Yeah. So, you already know, Chelsea way, Chelsea way, Chelsea way, guy. Literally, seven Evans, man. Like, I was just really proud of the fact that Chelsea took advantage and decimated Norwich City. Like, we took advantage, like, seven goals i could i can't remember when last chelsea has scored this much like seven goals in a game and yeah it was really impressive missing mount got an hat trick they they um Odoi took um advantage of these chances got a goal and even forced another goal like the own goal and everyone did well jogu kovacic both got assists like everything just went to of course clean sheets man the mendy is equals to clean sheets like everything just clicked for Chelsea over the weekend, like it was really nice, and especially the goals because I think goals will be key and will count at the end of the day. Like, who scored? So, yeah, Chelsea did well. And yeah, it was a good birthday gift for me as well. Yeah, so I'm really, 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 really proud. So, yeah, and thank you, Bob Gecko. You guys keep working, keep doing what you're doing. Isheulua signing out. Alright, um, what you're saying is something serious that we're discussing. 7 0 is a serious beating. It's serious now, boys. 7 0 is a serious beating. We're talking about big teams are losing 5 0. We are talking That's... about small teams are losing 7 0. But, like, what he said actually um, kind of mirrors what we were talking about before that um, even though we would say um, Norwich are not in the best of forms, but you still need to take advantage of them being in poor form. And Chelsea did absolutely that. Yeah, which is why, as much as I don't want to make Chelsea fans feel so excited, I would also give kudos to the team. Especially the fact that they are using defenders to do mm. that. And defender wing-backs. Wing-backs to do and that. And midfielders, basically. Exactly. Mason Mount, so, Hattrick. So, it was actually it was actually a wonderful one um, to see what Chelsea could do and how they could dispatch Norwich. Mm. Norwich on their own part, those ones are not serious. We've been saying it from the beginning of the season. From the beginning of the season, um, they are not serious. We've seen other sides come from lower leagues, get to the Premier League, and try to fight their way stay for at least a season or so. Norwich mm-hmm. don't seem like they're even interested in it at all. Just looks like they just want to be doing that trophy. That we are back to the Premier League parade they do at the end of every championship season. It looks like that's just their their own their own desires in life, you know. 
um, look like that's the only thing, their only future ambition to just be doing at the end of every championship season. They do, they go around the city of Norwich and be like, yes, we're going up, we're going up, we're, we're going, going up. up. And then when they are finished using those their banners, they printed for God knows how much. They go and pack it to one side and keep it for like three years from then. <laughs> And then they'll go back to the three years even longer. So three three the next long. year, the next year, they'll go back to the league. Uh, they go back to after they have finished with Premier League, they get relegated, return back, and come and do it again. Yes, we are going up again. They are those ones. They are not serious. So what do you think about Mendy's performance? He didn't really have as much to do as the Brentford game, but this is now um, undertook for Chelsea. It's now sixteen goals conceded and seventeen clean sheets. That's an incredible record. <sighs> Mm, Mendy. My only advice right now, go and get Mendy into your team, your FPL team. Really? Because Chelsea will do more. In mm. at the beginning of the season, it was something I told myself. Mm. Um, when I saw the way Chelsea were churning out results at that time, I think that time they were playing 1 1 0 or something. Yeah. At the beginning. And I was like, ah, on Apart more. from us, not that they beat 2 0. Yeah. That's not the point. <laughs> now. The point is whether they cost it or not. <laughs> and then I was like, come on, these people, these people, yeah, I'd be like, say, clean sheet, this clean sheet thing is what 2K wants to do again. And I was like, come on, let me go and get, let me get this guy into my team as per Chelsea would be getting more clean sheets. Somehow I doubted it. And it was after the Brentford game I realized, okay, Chelsea are not really here. They are not here to play. Mm. Mendy himself is not here to play with anybody. And trust me, their next 10 games, okay, 10 games might be pushing in too far. Let's say their next five Premier League games, be very sure that Chelsea should be churning out as much as three or four clean sheets. And nice. if they're churning out clean sheets, you're sure that they are scoring on the other hand or at least getting draws. So that's to tell you that Chelsea most likely are not losing anytime soon. If they are going to be losing, and then that's if they are going to be meeting oppositions that are far bigger than them. And there next, aren't many like next, that in the Premier League. Yeah, they are not. Their next set of games, they are not having those kind of big teams. I mean, all right. I mean, so, how um, many big teams do they want to meet? It's, it's just them, it's just Liverpool City and, and Liverpool City. right now. <laughs> and they've played the two of them already. Exactly. So, um, Liverpool scored five, Chelsea scored seven. Isha thinks goals are going to play a huge part in deciding where the title goes this Obviously. season. Obviously, um, doesn't look like Liverpool. And in, in fact, it. It's looking like Chelsea are the ones getting the hang of it. Mm. Um, not Liverpool. Liverpool. Liverpool have been high scoring from the beginning of the season. And if you check the Premier League right now, you see Chelsea just, I think, one goal shy yeah, Chelsea's on shy Liverpool zone. And I think with what's played out over the weekend, um, Chelsea now know that for them to remain at the position they are for longer than they should... They would have to score more, so, so I, can be more sure, I can be very sure. I can be very sure Chelsea are no more doing one zero two zero wins again, mm. especially by the time Lukaku is back. And I'm very sure they would try to pump in as much goals as possible because any mistake and Liverpool holds onto that first position, it's going to be hard for Chelsea to get it back. And I think um, even City. City considered how many? I think they considered, okay, they considered one this weekend. So last weekend, they considered, I think, two. City are scoring now. They were not scoring so much in the beginning uh, of the season. Yeah. Now, they, now it looks like they get their chance, they convert it. Absolutely, goals, they are going to play a lot of roles this season. And that's if this type of season is not that kind of season that will go down the wire. And we, yeah, are, course, we, are, doing, now, it, we are doing mathematics I mean, he, of who have more goal difference exactly. at the end of the season. <laughs> if it goes down to the wire, because wow. now it's 22 points, 21 points, 20 points, anything And then all the goals are... In fact, it's the, the, the social distance is clear between the first three and the rest, and of, the the rest of the league. Every other person in the league, I think aside, who is fourth again? Brighton. Bright, no, not Brighton. Right now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Brighton are back to fourth. And uh, it looks like after Brighton that have like a six goal difference, every other person is in minus or <laughs> or because um, they've, they've slightly been, above plus. They've been unfortunate enough to meet these other teams who have been beating them like very this. very crazy stuff. And yeah, maybe by the time they figure out their goal, West Ham is fourth, Brighton is West Ham is fifth, fourth, yeah. Brighton is fifth, and um, every other person just looking like single digit not goal difference three is minus three is not plus three no if it's not plus one it's minus eight you know that type of thing and some people are having zero and yeah it's all right so let's that. move on to 
Um, voice notes about the El Clasico. First from a Barcelona fan. It's your boy again. Once again, my name is Ayo Ayobami. Um, you know, you already know that I represent FFC Barcelona. And um, yeah, over the weekend, oh my God, it was quite terrible because my team lost El Clasico, which is one of the most important match of the season for us. Um, I think this is the fourth consecutive Clasico we are losing, like the fourth one. And um, sincerely speaking, at this point or at this juncture, I want to believe that um, the current coach is not demand to lead us to the promised land sincerely speaking i feel we need a change of um, tactics we need a change of head we need a change of management it can't continue this way we can't continue the, the issue is that we are not even seeing the the sign of positivity or improvement from the squad okay and then he has so many areas that the coach is you know uh, doing bad for instance he, number one is mismanagement of players you see players that have injury and then this man will still play them now at the moment we have players that are injured or some might have injury scare frankie de jong is injured and sufati has injury scare or probably injured pedri is injured Gavi, so so many of these players are just like injury, 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 and these are young players that we expect that they should be properly managed. Aside that, this guy does not have good tactics in terms of formation and what players to be selected. I hate that three-five-two system. That's not what Barcelona stands for. We don't play three-five-two. We have a standard four-three-three or system that we play. He doesn't play that system. He does not understand read the game better. I am just totally fed up, and I don't like the way Laporta is playing politics with my club. At this point in time we should leave behind emotion and politics and do what is best in terms of business and in terms of business this man should not be in charge if you liken our case to chelsea chelsea let go of their legend which is um lampard so we can do the same thank you you've been listening to ball gecko podcast all right so we've listened to ayobami who spoke about um, barcelona in the el Clasico. 2-1 loss to Real Madrid. Unfortunate, I think we spoke about it a bit yesterday. Um, it's the fourth consecutive classical loss, the worst run since the 1960s. And he believes that the manager I don't care. is only is the only person to blame. I don't care. Because of my I don't care. This is not something I want to talk about. Madrid won. Mm. Good for me. That's all I that's all I care about. But apparently you still have you to You want to ask it. me about how Alaba's goal was wonderful? No. You want to ask me how Vasquez finally scored? Not yet. Okay. So he believes that the no. manager was at fault for the defeat, as he's been at fault for literally Ancel- everything that has happened. Mm, congrats. He's not even top of La Liga. So he's the best in the world. Well, he's not the best in the world, yeah, but Clearly. He's the best in Spain. Uh Simeone will have something to say about that. But anyways, um, the Barcelona injuries, for example, do you think this is something that you can blame the manager on? Why are you asking me? I don't care. If all Barcelona players, their legs are broken and it's making Barcelona not win games anymore. Fine by me. Of course, you have to care because, I mean, you're on the podcast. Otherwise, there's no point of you being here. I, I'm saying my own. If, they're all, if all their legs are breaking and the manager is playing them like mm. that, uh, he's doing his job. As the, he has to play somebody or he'll come and bring you from Nigeria <laughs> to play for Barcelona. But what, what really could have been done in all the situations? For Ansu, the injury was... See. For Ansu, the injury was clearly a case of a contact during the game aggravating the injury. For Pedri... Over and over again, he complained about Pedri being taken to the Olympics and having more burden on the injury. And now the results of that are coming to the fore. When he did say Pedri shouldn't go to the to the Olympics, it was a case of, oh, he doesn't want to allow the young kid do what he wants to do. Now the the injuries have come and now it's his fault as well. Hmm. To be very honest, um, I think things are going to get only messier and messier mm. for Coleman. At Camp Nou, I feel it's not going to get pretty better for him. It's better he takes his work now, resign from the team, just find a flimsy reason, give and resign. You know, I talked about how I didn't think results would get better under him. I said mm. it earlier. And it looked like at some point things were getting back to normal. And somehow I still said I think it was just a matter of time. It's going to get worse for Coleman. And I think he should be able to read the handwriting on the wall. Because if he does not, he's going to get fired very soon. Most likely to get sacked next amongst the big the big leagues in Europe. And um, 
it's not a surprise that he's getting blamed for everything. I mean, this is literally the players. These are literally the players he have left in that team. I don't. I don't know, Basiat. Can you guys boast of your bench, your second team? Can you really right now? I don't think you can. So he has to play these people. And he doesn't have a choice. Exactly. And at the end of the day, get blamed for it. So everything is I mean, just, if he doesn't, everything if he is just pointing towards Coleman getting fired. If, if he doesn't play them. He's most likely going to be losing more games. So, I expect so the, it to the happen. Issue, the issue I have is that if he doesn't play them and results don't go the way that they should, he's going to get blamed for not risking these players who have niggling injuries as well. And then you play them and then results still don't go the way you should and you and get blamed for playing yes, them so it's still the same thing i'm saying and then uh he also mentioned a standard barcelona formation that barcelona must I play 4-3-3 i think barca needs to find somebody that's the problem they've tried to and you know that's one reason i have issues so many issues with barcelona it looks like sometimes they feel they know better than the people they employ to do the job um <laughs> They employ people to do the job. They don't allow them to do the job. They talk. They say everything. You guys say everything about the manager and so much pressure on the manager to deliver even when there's no... He doesn't need pressure to deliver. And before he's even one year into the job, it looks like that's the way the whole command thing started in the first place. And... um, I don't know anymore. I don't know. Usually before I would say it was a thing of tactics. This man has tried everything he can. Things are not working. Things are not going his way. They seem like they are working, but they are not going his way. And I don't know. It just it just points towards Coman would be sacked at any point from now. And I think this is the best point for him to resign. So, of Train course, um, he most likely will be sacked. And uh, he's... I probably likened... Um, the eventual sacking of Coman to Lampard sacking. But is it the same? Because uh, the season where Lampard was sacked, the first season, he wasn't really given much and he was applauded for the things that he did over the course of the season, even though they didn't challenge for the league. They lost in the Champions League first round, etc. etc. But then he got a £200 million investment, which Coman might never get in his time at Barcelona. So can we really liken the two sackings before I mean, he got a two hundred million pound investment. Before people now started to say, "Hey, you have a quality team. Why are you not doing better?" The thing is, I like what's going on at Barcelona right now. Mm, of course, sad, we do now. Sad, I'm, hater. sad I'm saying this, but no, no, no. When I mean I like, I'm, I mean in terms of growing in the talents from La Masia. Mm. Um, I like what's going on. Barcelona is building a team for the future. Barcelona Nacional. Um, but those they, are the two they don't teams. get that they're building a team for the future. It- nah, and that's the problem. You know, when I say this thing, I, I told somebody like, some I think last year or earlier this year, that, I, yes, last um, at the end of last season, I told mm. a Barcelona fan, forget about this thing. You guys are not getting a title in the next three or four years. And Barcelona people are so impatient. Like, if you, if you come at, you are listening to your last voice. Are your life impatient? Are your life to stress me out here? Very impatient. I mean, How am I impatient? I mean, we had we had small time to chill before this podcast, and Ayala was just less we, we did not have time to chill. Lester, 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 and that's how they all are. Just stressing, stressing our producer. Or they they are all impatient. William, I'm sorry, you Jerry. are not going to win anything in three or four anything decent in three or four years from now. Understand that first of all, this team that's is too long. That's too long a time. I don't know. And that's what I'm putting on the team. That's mm. what I see happening. I think it's going to happen. And I think that's, that's, that's way too long. And that's the problem. That's exactly what we are saying. He's already saying it's too long. It three or four years like is a long time in Assign a manager for, to a three um, to a four-year contract, allow mm. him to work. At least by his third year, you should be talking about like getting Jürgen results. Club. By his third year, you talk about you're getting results. But you see Ayola is already saying three or four years. So he means in Ayola's head, he's expecting that they'll sign a manager to a two-year contract and six months he should be getting results. How now? How? Is it not what you're saying? You say no, it's too said, long. So the difference... Be, 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 three or four be, years be, compared be, to six be, months. Be, uh-uh. 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 That's, that's the Why the lies? That is Why the lies? That is sounding at camp. No, how right can you now. compare three or four no years to six months? Expect, no, no trophies coming in. Till when? Till three or four years. It's not possible. <laughs> Unfortunately. So allow the teams to build and stop stressing your managers. That's why you keep changing managers and no one will get anything right. Because you never allow them to work. 
and that's it yeah all right so let's hear from the madrid divide of um the El classical hi my name is olutue i'm a real madrid fan so real madrid performed well in the just concluded classical last week i was expecting a much higher score line i mean real madrid beating barcelona flawlessly but then again it's calling ended to one and victory is all that matters the the club did well real madrid did well i mean under Saluti, we are known to concede lots of goals and we considered the goal in the dime minutes of the match. I mean, the structure was strong, was okay. We covered the bases. Though Barcelona lost one or two chances, I feel like Madrid could have scored more than what they eventually put on the scoreboard, if not for, for finishing. And I'm also happy with this column because I don't know what Barcelona to sack Ronald Koeman because a heavy scholar allowed meant them probably sacking him. Just like how other club fans in DPL do not want OGS to be sacked at Manchester United. I mean, other clubs are beating United with low score lines. He reached um, Liverpool Town and uh, beat down 5-0. Now they are contemplating sacking him, which is bad news for other Premier League fans. So I guess I mean, Real Madrid did well. I was not expecting Barcelona to win because I also placed a bet on Madrid to beat Barcelona. And you know, um, after the match, I was a happy man. So I mean, Real Madrid have won the classic coup for the past four encounters now. So I mean. That is a sign of um, power change. The guard has been changed even before Messi left. So, yes, that's good news. I'm happy with the performance of Real Madrid over the last El Clasico. Hi, my name is Elozenam, and you're listening to the Balkago Podcast. All right, so we've listened to um, Olito, a, a, Bas- a Real Madrid fan, rather. If he hears me calling me a Barcelona fan, he probably tried to strangle me. But yeah, he's a Real Madrid fan. He says he's happy that Madrid won. And he's also happy that they didn't win by too much. Hmm. Because winning by too much would have meant that Kuma would have been gone that same day. Hmm. Well, what a way to get everything you want. <laughs> I mean, what a way to get everything you want. Um, Madrid winning by... T- I don't know. I, 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 it was a game... In fact, that was my prediction for that game. 2-1. Mm. I expected it to be pretty close. I expected Madrid to win. I expected Barcelona to lose at home. It all happened. I expected, I expected Madrid to concede as well. To score Madrid. And um, yeah, it was a game I, it was a game I didn't expect to be um, so high scoring. So just basic El Clasico victory. And uh, winning too much so that Kuma will not go well. It's, it's just somebody that loves Kuma, I guess. Um, he also mentioned that Madrid tend to consider under Carlo Ancelotti. How long do you think they can keep doing that and keep getting away with it? Um, when we talk about conceding under Ancelotti, it's mm. not like Ancelotti concedes a lot. No, they do. No, they do, but it's not like you say if they are to score four goals. Mm. They will concede. So how, how many times? It's yeah, they, like, they've done that. But I mean, how many, that, how, how many times? Occasions? How many times? Like they haven't scored four goals a lot. It's not like you say with. they've had so many three-two victories. They've had at least two. At, this is just I'm this is just to, how many I'm days? How many remember. weeks into the season? I'm trying to remember. I'm talking about in all competitions. Now. Yeah, three-two wins, uh, three-three draws. They've considered quite a few. I don't think anybody, even Barcelona, have considered more than them. Hmm, I'm, That's, I'm, I'm, I'm talking I'm, of um, teams in like the top four of La Liga. Well, I'm trying to remember how many of I don't I don't know if they've considered that much. And but then again, um, considering obviously means you have to fix your defense, and it's pretty much expected he lost key defenders in Madrid this mm. season. And um, Ramos, Varane, the team would take a while. The big name that came into the team is not like he's a central central defender, Alaba, and yeah. It'll take a while to fix the defense, but I think, I mean, Ancelotti is a, is a huge, a big name in, manager, in managing teams and it's something I think he'll get under, under his belt quite soon. If he figures out it's one of the reasons his team is not doing the way he wants it to, um, I think it's something he'll sort out. I mean, Madrid could literally go anywhere. He could, they could come inside your house and carry your brother and say they want him to play for Madrid. <laughs> Even Except Mbappe. Even if he's not playing football. No, Mbappe's own would come to it. will still happen. I mean, Mbappe wanted to leave in the first place. So yeah. It's, it's going to still happen. It's just a matter of time. 
Madrid go they could go they could go inside um Alaba International Market now and carry one spare parts deal and say they wanted to play for Madrid. And nobody can stop them. So that's Madrid for you. So if they need defenders, they will get defenders. Mm. All right. He also said, I mean, you were talking about how it was a double victory for him that Madrid won, but by, ma, not by too much, so that he didn't start Coman. And then the third victory, he also bet on Madrid to win. I think he's cracked it. Instead of betting against your team, sometimes bet for your team. Bet from your heart. <laughs> Don't bet. Wait, with... it's bet from your head now, not from your heart. Sorry, your head, not your heart. What you know would happen, just do it. Don't go and think. <laughs> eh, eh. It's just like, okay, it's just like... um. This um, Liverpool-Manchester United mm. game. I love Ronaldo so much. Ronaldo was in my FPL. He's been in my FPL since he came into the Premier League. But I sold him this week because I knew Manu might not score. And if Manu were to score, he would be the scorer. He actually did score, but he didn't stand. And somehow I just knew this was not a Ronaldo day. day. It, was, it had to be Liverpool. I sold Ronaldo. I got in a Vardy. Because I knew as much as I love this person... It was not going to happen. So if you're doing things, if you're betting, this is your money you're talking about. Don't go and be deceived that it's who you like. That no, do what you know would happen. And I'm glad he actually did that. And I mean, he's 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 sharing the same net worth with Dangutina because of that decision. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for sending in your voice notes. Um, if you would like to be on the podcast or have your voice represented on the podcast, you know where to reach us. You could DM us on Instagram, Facebook. You could reach out to us on TikTok. It's all at Borgeko or on Twitter. DM us as well at Borgeko or just indicate on the website www.bogeco.com just mention us and we will definitely get back to you thank you so much for listening and thank you guys see you tomorrow that was Bogeco podcast for more content please follow us on instagram facebook twitter tiktok and youtube at Bogeco also check out our website at www.bogeco.com